Welcome back, guys. It has been a minute since we have been on air. I think it's been like a month. Man, long time no see. Well, welcome, sippers. You are tuned in to the Tea with Mo. I am your host, Miss Mo. I have a special guest host with me this week. Y'all know her. Y'all love her. Welcome to the show, Stacy from Royalty Consulting. How you doing? I am doing good. Hello, everyone. Blessed and highly favored. What can I say? Right. And you guys already know. And if you don't know, now you're about to know. Here at the Tea with Mo, we are all things tea. Our tea reduces stress. It provides nourishment. It helps soothe your mind, body, and spirit. That's a good kind of tea. That is a great kind of tea. Amen to that one. Well, guys, we have a new schedule. If you have not noticed, if you haven't taken a look at the website or the social media, I probably haven't posted this yet, probably need to, but we are going to move to every second and fourth Sunday of the month. Our shows will now be pre-recorded because life happens. And guess what? Life happened. We've got a lot of good things going on. So we will be every second and fourth Sunday still streaming on iTunes, SoundCloud, and on Blog Talk. It will drop first on Blog Talk and then be available on Mondays um, on iTunes and um, on Mondays as well uh, the following Sunday on SoundCloud. So this week, the tea of the week is actually really good. It goes along with our topic, which our topic for this week is I'm just trying to make it. The question that we pose this week is, how do you deal with grief? Which, of course, is why we've got our wellness coach on this show. It goes hand in hand. But the tea of this week is going to be called Grief Tea. This one is actually sponsored by the Herbologist on Ipsy. Y'all can head over to theteawithmo.com to get her link. Um, you can just click on Sipper Schedule, and we've got the link in the bio. I thought this tea was going to be really good, Stacey, to debut just because of the simple fact that I couldn't find anybody that had grief tea. This one is dedicated especially to grief tea. It's organic. Um, a little bit about it, it has um, kind of like a mimosa flavor and rose petal and lavender. Which Interesting. Are- which are all good things, you know, to um, when you're needing the relaxation during the time of grief. So you guys head over to Ipsy and check her out. Again, it's the Herbologist and it is the grief tea. So what tea have you been sipping on? I will say for the whole month because we ain't been back for a month. So Chamomile, lemon and honey. It has been phenomenal. It helps you sleep at nighttime. It relaxes you. I mean, it it may sound nasty, but it was very good. You should try it. Don't knock it until you try it. And what tea have you been sipping on, Miss Mo? I ain't been sipping on no tea. I've been sipping on 
heavy liquor. That's what I have been sipping on. There has been no tea functioning going on. It has been straight coffee and liquor. Coffee in my, liquor in my coffee, coffee with my liquor. That's been pretty much what it's been. Um, it has been a long couple of weeks trying to function. Um, but no, I, I definitely told myself I need to lay off the coffee and I need to drink, definitely drink way more tea just because I have not been drinking my tea. But I mean, yeah, I definitely um, want to start back drinking tea. I'll probably start drinking. Oh, I lied. I did drink some ginger lemon because I got that second COVID dose and it oh. laid, it laid my ass out. So I did drink some ginger lemon tea. So as much as I hate ginger lemon, that is what I was drinking on. So if we have to hey, tea. Whatever works. If you got to do a little hot toddy, so be it as well. It all works. I'm going to just go with that because my mom listens to the show. So yes, sure. It was a hot toddy. <laughs> sure. That's what I've been drinking and putting in my liquor. <laughs> well, this week we wanted to talk about and come straight into the topic and then we're we're going to cover this topic and then we're going to move into our hot tops. We're not going to make it too long this week. We're going to try to get in and out. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we don't like in and outs, but it's okay. Either yeah. the food or the other way, but it's all right. We're going to make this quick. <laughs> oh, look, I'm just rolling with the punches today. Rolling. In and out and Come quick. I'm just saying, clearly you see where my mind is, but that's all right. You know, <laughs> sister got to get it together. I'm still stuck on the hot toddy. Don't worry about it. Okay, great. So this week we're talking, how do you cope with grief? Um, This topic came about because we've had some people, some of our sippers have lost some loved ones. And just in the state that we're in right now with the um, trial going on, we all know which trial we're talking about. Um, George Floyd's trial is going on. And then last week, unfortunately, we lost a legend to the Mm. game in itself. I don't even want to say to hip hop, but just a legend in itself. Um, And we all watched um, DMX's struggle and how he, you know, battled with life in general. But it seems to be a lot of people just didn't know how to deal with the grief in itself. Um, So I thought it would be a really good topic. Rest in peace to DMX, prayers out to his family. Um, Definitely. Definitely a fan, was the highlight of being an 80s you know baby in 90s early 2000s i'm talking about that anthem had me going what they really want from them i'm just saying look i'm saying um i had a whole dmx session um last week i was the kids was like are you okay mom i was like i just i'm going through it um so that we have and we've also lost so many um people this year, I mean, not even just, well, just just this year alone, we've lost so many iconic people and people lost to COVID. So I felt that it was a good topic. So let's get straight into it. What are, what are some tips for grief that you can give to us? So before I give tips, let me make sure and make this clear for people, for everyone. So outside of life coaching, there are mental health professionals such as counselors, therapists, other types of coaches. There are certain specific grief and loss coaches. And I say that because I want everyone to know that there are avenues out there. There are resources. If you are going through something or if you do not know how to handle grief, okay? Or if you just need to vent to someone. Um, But with that being said, there's no one specific way to handle grief. 
everyone handles grief differently. And that is the issue with society today. Everybody feels as if everybody should react a certain type of way. And it's not all the same. And that alone is a stressor within itself. But when you're looking at grief, depending on how close that person was to you, depending on you know how much time you spent with that person, depending on the, t- the types of things you and that individual shared, it all goes into that grief phase. But I will tell you, everyone goes through grief differently. It may not even hit them at first. It may take two, three years, you know, but, but it's all in your own time. Tip one, it's all in your own time. Do not feel as if you have to discuss what you're going through with a friend or people that you just don't want to tell your, your business to. Don't feel as if you have to be forced to put on a smile. Deal with the grief how you see fit. Because guess what? At the end of the day, you have to account for yourself and you have to figure out a way to make yourself healthy and keep yourself going. And it's not going to be the same as the next person to you. That's a really good tip. Um, So Google define or tips. Google defines grief as deep sorrow, especially that caused by someone's death or Mm -hmm. trouble or annoyance and i think it's it's really important to define actually you know what grief is in case people Mm -hmm. don't know because sometimes you don't you think you're experiencing and i think grief can actually come from the loss of a relationship a loss of a friendship a death i don't think a loss of a job um Mm -hmm. the loss of an activity that you used to do grief can come in so many different forms um and i think that the tips that you gave so far are really right on point. Not everybody grieves the same way. Some people grieve in a way that it is, you know, traditional grief. They go through these dif- the different stages of grief, which we'll get into the different stages. Um, and then some people, they choose to ignore it, you know, or they choose to move mm-hmm. forward. They just, they accept it and then they go forward. Um, I think death in itself is just a hard, you know, it's kind of hard to tell someone, you can't really tell someone how to grieve. You can't tell Mm -hmm. someone how to cope. I think you can just give them the steps on what they should do. um, And then once they understand and process how they deal with grief, then you can apply it. um, Those different steps. Definitely for sure. And I do want to run real quick, though. I do want to mention that if you guys are feeling any types of levels of extreme grief um, or, you know, someone who's going through extreme extreme grief over any type of grief. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is something I want to, I'm going to repeat it twice. It's 800-273-8255. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. I think that's important while we're talking about grief to give that out. um, So that people know and understand um, if you need help, you've got, there's help out there. Definitely. Definitely. And you know, it's good that you mentioned the definition of grief, um, because some people just look at it as a loss of death, a loss of life, whenever it's not. It's any type of form or um, type of crisis, you know, that anybody could be going through. A crisis could be 
different for you, you know, um, based on the type of personality that you have, you know, um, or just that time of in your life, you may be going through a struggle, you know, and it's a midlife crisis. You know, it doesn't have to be that you lost someone, you know, it could be, Hey, you're going through a financial hardship. It could be, Hey, um, you got an accident and it was a traumatic incident for you. So it's all different forms of grief. It could be your child. Your child may be going through something and it's causing you grief. You know, so there's so many different forms and it's important for people to understand that you cannot put grief in a box at all. You cannot put it in a box. Yes, very true. Very, very, very true. Um, so some of the stages of grief that they give, there's, they said that there's seven stages of grief and we can say if we agree with them or not. The first stage is shock and denial, pain and guilt, anger and bargaining, depression, the upward turn, reconstruction, working through it, acceptance and hope. Now, I don't think that these steps come, they, they have a diagram of how these stages of grief happen. But I feel, depending on the situation and what you're grieving, it might be a little bit different. I think some people go through the stages differently. Like for me, I go through complete depression first. I'm always in that depression stage first, crying and upset. And then I go into the anger mode where I'm like, oh, no. And then I do the, I don't think I ever do the, the, um, the, the shock in denial i don't really think i'm a denial person i think when something happens especially the loss of someone i tend to you know i'm like all right they died you know it's like it's very real that's a very real thing when i think someone dies um now on other levels i'm not sure but i think definitely depression is is the one i go through and i think eventually i think acceptance and hope is actually i do agree that that is the final stage Um, with also reconstruction and working through it I think you can't really you have to accept in order to work through something you have to accept it so maybe I would flip those two around I think I would do hope acceptance and reconstruction and then working through it and then hope comes through that so I think both of those are a little bit of a mix for both I think I'm gonna give an analogy so the stages of grief are like life You're going to have your times where you're up. You're going to have times when you're facing denial. You're going to have times when you're down, when you're going through that depressive phase or acceptance as well. Anger, frustration, bargaining with people, trying to figure out how to, you know, get that sense of hope back. But I will say this, in looking at that from a life perspective, those are going to, those stages are constantly occurring simultaneously it's not just a oh i'm going through denial now now i'm going through depression no you can be going through denial and depression at the exact same time Mm -hmm. you can be having hope and still be depressed at the same Mm -hmm. time you know so it's just like it's life you know but it's about figuring out a way to get through it and that's the key you have to figure out a way to get to it to get through it excuse me so yeah it's it's there's i i will say this so um my father passed a couple of years back 
I will tell you, whenever I found out that he passed, I barely shed a tear. I went through the funeral, barely shed a tear. It wasn't until right at year two, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just crying, you know, and I couldn't stop and I couldn't figure out why, but it was because I realized at that point, I never dealt with grief when it happened, but I wasn't ready to deal with it, you know? And so here it is three and a half years. Well, it'll be four this year. And, um, you know what? I still grieve. So it's like life. I said, it's an ongoing process but it's all about figuring out a way to get through it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely think that getting through it is, I think if you can get through it, then you can handle most of things that happen. Um, I think that that's the part, especially when you, when you lose a loved one that you don't really, you can't, you can't imagine yourself without that person. Um, when I lost my cousin a few years ago, um, it still is something I was like, well, how, how are things going to be? The things will never be the same. And they're not the same ever. But as the years go on and I find different ways to honor her memory and honor her and do different things for her. Um, I think that it plays such a huge role in doing that. Um, it's a, I think finding different outlets on how to, um, express that grief is a huge part of it whether if you are doing poetry, whether if you are singing or if you, I don't know, exercise. I think finding an outlet for that grief um, is so important, especially after you've gone through the burial and in the moments you're trying to figure out, especially if it's someone that impacted your life on a daily basis, like a dad or a mom or a cousin or a child. You have to find, I think it's finding those different outlets that will help you and I think a huge part of that too is it depends on the person too it depends on the magnitude that person experienced in your life on how deep of uh the stages of grief that you get into um definitely you know because if it's someone you know if it's your great aunt I mean you might feel you'll you'll feel some sense of grief but you might not be like you'll be like okay you know it's my great aunt (laughs) Yeah, it, it, I I completely agree with you. It's it's all based on that person because it goes back to what I said before. No one can ever tell you how to grieve, when to grieve, mm-hmm. and what's the right way to grieve. You know, um, but that goes back to life in general. We as a society, as a people, have an issue with trying to conform and make other people happy. Right. Whenever we're not making ourselves happy. So that ties into grief. That ties into that phase of, hey, you have to do what's right for you, not what's right for anybody else. Because if you're not good, how can you take care of your kids? If you're not good, how can you go to work and do your job the way you're supposed to? If you're not good, how can you take care of yourself physically, emotionally, spiritually? And it all goes into one big circle it's all one big storm or going back to what we said crisis you know so you have to look at it and figure out what's best for you definitely 
Right. I agree. So, um, so this article um, from www.thathofus.com is entitled Finding Better Ways to Cope. Um, first, it says see a counselor. Um, then it says explore your unique self. Choose healthy coping activities. Create a coping skills box. I don't really know what that is. Finding anything that promotes um, self, self-wealth or self-wellness. Um, I'm not really sure what it, what is a coping box that has me so confused. So a coping box, um, it's just like, let's say if you take a sheet of paper and you write down the advantages and disadvantages of something that you, a new job that you want to take on, Mm -hmm. it's the same. The coping box is different ways for you to cope, whether it be reading, whether it be writing, whether it be hey, I'm going to go and sit at the beach for an hour. Um, It could be talking to someone else. You know, it could just be sitting in a room meditating. You know, it's so many different things. It could be you going on walks with your children or spending time with your child. It can be a number of things. For me, I like to spend time with my dog. I talk to her all day long as if she's a person, but that's one of my ways of coping. You know, I can sit outside, smoke a cigar. I can smoke a hookah hookah. You know, I can sit there and write out my feelings of, hey, this is how I'm going to help other people. So I figure out a way to cope, you know, because I love helping people. So it is another form for me to be able to cope. And everybody has different coping styles different coping mechanisms, but they don't realize it until they write them down. Mm -hmm. But I definitely agree. That's a really good one. A coping box. Like, I don't think I would have ever thought about that. I think that that's such a good, that is a good tool Um, Mm -hmm. for, I think that's good for just depression and anxiety period. Surrounding yourself with things. I mean, I store, I think I, I do that already in a sense of, I, you know, you put your favorite PJs on and, you know, put your, mm-hmm. make yourself up, even if it's from little things of getting dressed up and taking yourself out, like little things that will make you um, more in a happier state that will produce those happy um, thoughts going on in your mind. I think the word I'm looking for, endorphins, yeah. those happy moments. Um, that's a huge one. I think that that's a really yeah. good, that's a really good one. Um yeah. And then the last one, of course, was it says call a uh, call a hotline and avoid anything that promotes self injury. Um, this might mean avoiding websites or even friends. One big one for this is Facebook memories. I don't know how many times <laughs> Facebook memory. Um, I don't know how many times Facebook memories has literally gotten me where I'm like in a happy mood and then I go to Facebook yeah. memories especially like around the time of my cousin's anniversary um mm-hmm. I will say bur- heaven birthday it always throws me or I'll go to Facebook memories and I will see a comment that she like I'll see a picture and she's the first person that commented on it so it used to really upset me it used to really get me to a point where I was like oh my god like I would go in complete meltdown mm-hmm. mode for the rest of the day now it's still a jag at my heart, but it's I, I respond a little bit better because I was able to take the memory and make it into something positive and in a give back mode for me. But even still, like, I mean, even when you see like photos of your exes or like stuff that happened <laughs> last year, like I even got don't sad. Go there. I even got sad during COVID, like 
seeing things like in the midst of COVID that I did in like 2019, like when I went to the beach or like I was out eating with no face mask and I was like, I miss those <laughs> days, you know? So I think triggers, knowing, I think it, it meant to say knowing your triggers and staying away from your triggers. Because yeah. even in grief, you have triggers. If you know that going to, I mean, everybody has to go to Walmart, but if you know that going down aisle three was your favorite thing to do with your grandma, maybe you don't go down aisle three. You know, maybe Definitely you don't. need to order it. <laughs> maybe you need to just order that whatever you need out of aisle three. I don't know what is an aisle three. Maybe, you know, or maybe you don't burn the scent that she loves so much. You know, like my mom loves clean cotton. So if something ever happened to my mom, I'm never burning clean cotton ever again in my life. I'm never burning another Yankee candle because she loves Yankee candles. Like I would not, don't, it's like, I think it's more saying don't torture yourself. Don't become, don't, you can't let grief become self-infliction um, because then your body thrives on that self-infliction and then you're like constantly, oh, I'm going to, I miss my mom, I'm going to burn this candle. Like, no, like choose other options to do that and I think that's so, that's so important to remember because triggers happen daily you get used to those triggers definitely and I will add this along with the coping strategies because this is something that is it's almost as bad as depression because it's it's right there with it it it, it, it goes hand in hand mm -hmm. and so whenever I say yes you have a coping box of writing things down that you enjoy doing so that way it's a way for you to cope but also think about it from a different perspective think about creating a happy box you know whether it be you know um I did this for um Carlos like I think like two years ago, maybe. So I created this box and I put everything happy. I mean, it was, I love you or I like the way that you smile. Um, have a good day. Um, I miss you. You make me feel good. Good morning, sunshine. Things of that nature. Think about not just from your perspective, but think about that other person that may be going through that grief phase. So now I've created a happy box or a box that is going to create happiness. And it goes back to me and my dad. I created a, a um, what is it called? A vision board. Mm. It's almost like a vision board. But I created, I wrote down every memory that I can remember on this board. I cried through it. But guess what? I was able to sit back and laugh a couple of days after and here I am think about it three years plus after I can go up to my study room and see every memory that I remember with my dad and now I'm thinking about even more memories that I can write down you know so it, it's there's so many different ways but creating a happy box think about that you're treating yourself all at one time yep so guys, we're gonna take a quick a quick break. I'm going to actually play um, a poem tribute that I did for my cousin um, on her anniversary this year, on her um, anniversary of her heaven birthday this year. Um, and it's actually dedicated to my Aunt Louise, who's probably listening, and my cousin Keisha, and my uncle um, Kenny, and all my family. But this one, this, this was what we mean, an example of what we mean by taking the memory and doing something with the pain. So we'll be right back. Genesis chapter nine, verses 12 through 17. 
seven. Like the years it's been since he guided you away, back to home, away from heart. This day aboard a reading rainbow, blinding my vision like a bright star, I am forever off track. Red. The roots of the one who kept me grounded and now she rests under six feet of deep tones. Purple. Has my nights being dark, no more nightly phone calls of her asking me if I am okay because she had a dream. Premonitions and slumber are so far and in between, so I pop a few pills so I can meet her in my dreams because she is now becoming a memory. Blue. I am forever drenched in sadness like the rain that comes before. I am forever blue, indigo. But where is the pot of gold when she is breathing, smiling, and laughing? Yellow. Like in the sunshine on the day she was laid to rest under green grass, it's shining bright. Like heaven didn't care that they took our, I mean, their angel back. White. Like the clouds that dance around the sky reminding me of her teeth when she smiled big. So I go to Facebook memories so she doesn't fade, so I can always remember the smile that soothed me as a child. They only last for a while, reminding me that her life was on borrowed time and that I just didn't get enough time to tell her how much she meant to me and how I wish I could go back and answer every call and text. He'd every word of advice offered but not received. It's a majestic symbol of the heavenly covenant that was broken that day. It left me with a sea of tears that I pour and blood from my mind and spill over to create this constant heartbreak. Color prisms are now my mental prison. Until we meet again, three. And we are back. So again, shout out to my family uh, on that one. You know, do it. I, I That poem took me over um, a year and a half to actually write that poem. I was actually challenged uh, by another poet to actually write that as a prompt, as a writing prompt. And it kept bothering me. I was going to take it in a di different direction. And I just kept being bothered by you know, not this lingering fact. Every time I kept seeing a memory of her or something or talk about her or think about her, I would get upset. So I finally wrote that poem and it gave me so much peace writing that and getting that out. So I definitely will tell anybody out there who is grieving, find that outlet, find something that you can honor that person's memory that will be beneficial to helping you cope. Um, so that's a huge, huge thing. So what, we're not going to stay on this topic too long because then, you know, you get a little somber when you talk about grief um, and when you have to d talk about it a lot and things like that. So what are some final tips that they can, that we can give to people? Um, and also too, where can they get help from you as a life coach dealing with their grief as well? So... Let's start with different coping strategies and tips again, because like I said before, it's very important to one, self-love, take care of yourself. You have to, um, it's a necessity in order for you to survive um, and be happy surviving, you know? Um, number two, find ways, i.e. whether it be reading a book, writing a book, um, watching movies, getting out of the house, um, who knows, sitting by a pond, sitting by the beach, whatever it may be, 
figure out what makes you happy and do that. Make sure you figure out what makes you happy and do that. Next, create that box, you know, or write it down, but create a box. Definitely create a box that makes you happy, whether it be filled with candy and self-love notes to yourself. Um, write it down. It's just like, um, what is that, that show? Um, is it Mary Jane? Being Mary Jane? Yes, being Mary Jane. What does she do? She had sticky notes all over her, her mirror. It's another way of coping. So you have to find the best way for you because there's no right or wrong way besides giving up. And if you give up, that's definitely the wrong way. But if you, in the event that you do need more tips, if you need help, if you need ways to figure out, strategize how to cope, you can reach me at www.royaltyconsultingnet.com. Once again, that's www.royaltyconsultingnet.com. I'm here for you. I'm here for the youth. I'm, I'm just here because at the end of the day, we have to survive and we cannot do that alone, do that alone or go at it alone. So my name is Stacy. You can reach me through um, the website as well as my cell phone number for the business is 979-487-9955. Once again, that's 979-487-9955. So guys, we're gonna go ahead and this song is a shout out to my mama. Um, she's always, and my grandmother, they've always played this song. Um, music for me has been a way that I cope with a lot of my anxiety and stress and grief. Um, so this is a song. It's called I Told the Storm um, that I listen to, that I play, that I think is a great one to take head on with grief. If you tell the storm, just listen to it, hear the words. Um, and it's definitely one that you need to add to your playlist. So we love this song. It is by George O'Quinn. Yes. yes, I love this song. Yes. So when we come back, we are going to do Hot Topics. All right, we'll be right back, guys.
the good thing is, is that's not one of them ones that has like a reprise all over and over and over and over where they do the breakdown. Yeah, I was going to do my testimony, but that one has a huge, huge, huge long session. We'd have been here for like 15 minutes listening. <laughs> Listen, that I, so I praise dance. I don't know if I've ever discussed that with you, Monica, but so I praise dance. And that was one of the songs that I did whenever I was in the military in Korea. And whenever I tell you, oh man it just it just touches the spirit you know yeah well the other the next one i play is definitely going to be a good one after this one we're going to have two musical selections from the choir this week mm. so guys let's get straight into hot tops um yeah so this week in the world of shenanigans going on i've got a couple of stories we're gonna go into hip-hop trash that's what i'm calling it so usher mm. R&B singer Usher has been accused of shoplifting and called a thief and a booster. Now let's break this down. Usher, <laughs> you have a you have a Las Vegas residency going on right now. What are you shoplifting for and being called a thief for? I did not click on the story because I was like, this is just enough in the headlines. Sir. <sighs> Sir. You know what? I don't even have I don't even have a comment. Like <laughs> I need Usher to take several seats. How about that? So one thing I want to discuss is um, I, it's been a couple of weeks and this one has been on my mind. So Justin Bieber's use of Dr. Martin Luther King, the late Dr. Martin Luther King and um, different speeches on his album that has nothing to do with anything with him singing love songs to his wife. Justin Bieber has several seats, sir. Absolutely ridiculous. You, sir absolutely ridiculous that's all i have to say just i listened to the album and i was like what's going on i'm so confused i'm like you so said lost. moving right along <laughs> i'm so confused <laughs> next up on the chopping block r kelly is to be moved to nyc for a sex trafficking for a sex trafficking trial Let's see how this ends up. That I don't even have no words on none of these topics this week, but that one in itself is like, whoo, child. Mm. Sips tea. <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming from MediaTakeout.com. Um, MediaTakeout, MTONews.com. So y'all can thank them for all of the trash this week. Um, I mm, thought it'd be trash. interesting. We have exactly missed. We have missed so much. Um, if y'all are paying attention, I'm sure all of us are. Um, again, we said rest in peace to DMX. I really can't play any DMX right now. On top of playing the gospel, I didn't think that'd be very appropriate because I was gonna play slipping. Uh, but that's okay. We'll save that for next. Week. I mean, you could play. <laughs> you know what they really want. I mean, you you a little clip or something, but it's okay. I understand. You know, yeah, we're gonna try to keep it. You know gospel related or agree you know positive related this week but next week i'll be back with the ratchetness just so y'all know i'll be back or the week after next i'll be back with the ratchetness um last on the topic for this week which is really interesting because this is going to be a topic we come up with again so uh bow wow's baby mama who is akl also features baby mama says she gets no child support from them that's very interesting being that but well i'll say future is got some money not really sure how much money bow wow has nowadays but you know we don't know so that's gonna be an interesting topic because we're gonna get into child support um 
I'm more than positive that's going to come up again in the tabloids. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, Future got a whole bunch of kids. So that's not I shocking. I was just thinking that Future has come on now. Not, yeah, Bow Wow, Bow <laughs> Right, I don't even, I'm like, what do we call him now? Nowadays? I don't even know, but I can tell you it's going to come up again, and I'm sure that it's going to be more in detailed, and it's going to be crazy. Yes. Now, I hope all of y'all are filing your taxes. Um, I know that some states have given extensions, but if not, pass the day. Uh, actually, today, y'all have passed. It's past due. I think most states no, did. No, they know extended did. it. I know Texas did, but did all the states extend? Uh huh. I don't know. Yeah, it, it has to be. Well, it's federal. I, if anybody lives in Texas, I do know if your vehicle is not registered, they gave us a whole year. I had to do my vehicle registration. <laughs> if your vehicle registration is not up to date as of the 14th, we are getting penalized. So you might want to go ahead and get that safety inspection and get that in because they're not giving any more leeway anymore so make sure again texas residents and if y'all are in other states that have texas register or that have registration make sure y'all are checking that because i know i've been riding around i was not giving them people my money but i had to this week baby i had to give it to them this week look please do because that fine is going to be more expensive than, than going ahead and getting it yes it was it was like 60 dollars. it's okay but it will be more than that the more you wait you will get penalized mm -hmm. for sure i'm telling y'all well, we're going to take another music break. That's all I have for Hot Tops. That's about it. We're going to do Get It Off Your Chest. I do have a Get It Off Your Chest. I hope you have one. I definitely have one. You know I do. But we're going to come back after this song. And again, this one is to uplift y'all and to encourage y'all. This is another one that I put on. I love this one. This is uh, Better Days by Leandria Johnson. This is a great one to add to your playlist as well. We'll be right back with Get It Off Your Chest. Hold on, better days are coming 
guys and we are back it is time for get it off your chest 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 yes this is my favorite part of the whole show i have the, i i actually have a whole list of things but uh i'm gonna let you go first because i'm gonna try to pick which one i want to do i don't know i have so many mm. uh miss mo we are not doing this today I have a lot. I don't know. I gotta. I can go like a whole another thirty minutes, but I'm not going to. Um. Let me think. Let me think. Well, I got one. Go ahead. If you are an entrepreneur and you are seeking services from someone, please pay them what they work, what they're worth. Do not have an issue with it. If you want to find someone cheap, then find someone cheap. But if you're looking for services with someone that is an expert in their field, please do not try to shortchange them. They deserve what they're asking for because they have done what they're asking for. That's why they're a subject matter expert in that field. I'm just saying. If you want a good business, pay the money for it. Quit being cheap, in other words. Y'all quit being cheap. Quit being cheap. Yes. So mine is actually going to be for my car chronicles. So I do a car chronicles um, on my Snapchat and on my TikTok. Um, I've been doing this car chronicles for years. Um, and I have one. So back line of the story, I am in Dollar General grabbing some cleaning supplies. There is a lady who is elderly in front of me. And she's trying to figure out what medication she wants. She purchased the medication. She said, ma'am, I'm so sorry. I think I want to, I need to get the daytime version. I said, ma'am, no problem. Take your time. Respecting my elders. I wasn't in a rush. This old black man, about in his 65s, who's looking at medication as well, decides to butt into it and says, well, you know, the register is open. I said, sir. I'm waiting for her. But I'm just saying, it's open, baby girl. You know, you can go ahead and go, sir. First of all, sir, it's okay. I'm letting her pick her medication. And then the old lady starts to feel like she has to rush. Moral of the story. First of all, sir, mind your own damn business. If you are in the store and no it has nothing to do with you, mind your own business. <laughs> Everybody just mind their business. It, and then on top of that, sir, you are old enough to be not only my dad, but probably my grandpa. I am not into saggy balls, sir. Please stop trying to holler at me while you licking your lips talking about baby girl. And then after I proceed to tell you that I'm at the register, you're going to try to follow me out to my car and be like, baby girl, you need some help? No, sir. My daddy taught me how to do stuff on my own. I am 35. I can do it on my own. I can put this little bag of groceries in my car myself. So, no, sir. I do not need your help. And my name is not baby girl. No, sir. So, moral of the two, two points. No, we don't like saggy balls here at the Tea with Mo. And I'm going to say it. No, no, sir. No, sir. No. Stop, sir. Number two, mind Jaws business. If it has nothing to do with you, do not be in people's businesses. That's how people get knocked the heck out. That's how people get on these videos, on these TikTok and Facebook videos where these all these Karens and stuff like that. So this goes out to all the old black Karens in the world and the old men with saggy balls trying to holler at women who are too young for them. Sir, 
No, I don't care if y'all like it or not, but that rubbed me the wrong way. Have patience. If you are, if it is not your business, don't say nothing. It was not your business, sir, to ask me or to say anything to me while I was respecting this elderly lady who needed to be respected. So, sir, Ill, oh Lord, not mind your business. Balls. Mind y'all. <laughs> point of the story. Mind your business and stop walking around calling people baby girl. That is, I'm young enough to be your grandchild. No, sir. I do not well, need know, a sugar was, daddy or a check. I'm good. Well, I was going to say, you know, respect your elders. But then when you said he said, baby girl, he was licking, licking his lips and followed you out to the car. Okay. I was like, pause. Yeah, you should have stopped him already. Ma'am, he had no teeth licking his lips with his ashy self. No, sir. No, sir. I don't care if you did look like you were together. Mind your business, sir. Sir. Who? <laughs> No, 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 I'm just saying no saggy balls. I'm going to make a shirt that says no team saggy team. No saggy balls. No, sir. Age. <laughs> Disgusting. No, sir. So moral of the story for this week, y'all mind your business. If you mind your business, you will have no issues. If more of us minded our own business, we will not have any issues at all. Don't talk to me in the store. I'm trying to get in and out. I'm a dollar general. I'm trying to get in and out. No, sir. Absolutely ridiculous. No. Mm -mm. Mind your business. No, I'm not saying that now somebody going to come behind me and quote me. So you saying old men can't holler at young women? No, sir. I am saying you have every right to do that. But when it comes down to me, mind your business, sir. No. Well, you might put on a shirt that says, Miss Mo, mind your business. Girl, For <laughs> you know what? For real. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Ooh, I'm glad you got that off your chest. Me too. Ooh. All right, y'all. Well, it's been real. It, it has been real. Um, it has. We are at 55.07. It is time to go. Um, any last shout outs you want to give? Any comments, concerns you want to give to the people? You know what? I just want to say blessings on blessings on blessings. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Mind the bills that pay you, and I'm pretty sure life will be a lot easier for you. In regards to grief and coping, do what you need to do to take care of yourself. Self-love is the best love. And I'm out. Y'all already know what I'm going to say. Mind your own damn business. <laughs> Stop trying to holler at these girls who are too young for you. It's gross. No, sir. Mm -mm. Stop it. Stop it, y'all. And all of y'all who was out here talking about Ronald Isley, who is 80-something years old, was looking good, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. Leave Ronald Isley alone. No. That is your grandmama's man. Leave him alone. Disgusting. Y'all yes. y'all should they be ashamed were, of yourselves. They were throwing draws back in the day at him, so that's not for us. Leave no. Leave it alone. <laughs> Throw some draws at Usher and his Robin self. How about that? How about that's what y'all no. need to do. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> and on that note, y'all, just remember, I don't even, that's my final sip too. Final sip is mind your own damn business. All right, y'all. This has been a great episode. Uh, follow us on all social media at the Tea with Mo. Hey, follow me on TikTok to get my car chronicles because I'm always running into something. All right, y'all. We will see y'all in on uh, April 25th, which actually is next week because I did this episode late, but whatever. It's my show. So we'll see y'all next week, though. <laughs> Catch Peace. Us. Bye, y'all.